All right, back by popular demand. The ladies asked for it. Where's STC? Are these ladies I should know about? Oh, yeah. Uh, Derek and Josh. Oh, that doesn't help me. Maybe it could. I don't know. However you want to swing it, man. I don't know. <laughs> What's it been? One week? Two weeks? Oh, yeah. It's not been long at all. Nothing. You know, it's tough booking these uh, recordings in when... Well. Someone is developing uh, developing YouTube content on a steady basis. When you're as popular as we are, and I mean, I mean that Joe's doing that. Oh yeah. Well, it is a one man show. Hi guys. Hey guys. Guess what I got today? More shit I don't need. But if I see anyone else have this, I'm gonna berate them. Yes. Hey, so, I berate myself first. Something like that something like that oh yeah because i'd berate myself first well okay well it's good to see you uh it's a hot day today or yeah. probably hot. i haven't seen you for somewhere. one whole day great to see you <laughs> we're just creating an illusion here for oh, our okay, listeners sorry. i just saw you three days in a row at work and for most of those days yeah what what you from what? those days mm-hmm. 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 yep yeah that's a hot one. And the allergies are 100%. So if I don't sound the greatest, what can you do? I was fine. I was actually out there with the shirt off today against some sun. Oh, God. Doing some yard work. Uh, Frodo yeah. the dragon was out. <laughs> What's the name of the dragon? Smog. Yeah, Smog was out. No, you wouldn't. You don't have... You got a good ego, but you wouldn't go that far to name your dragon Smaug. You'd come up with something. No, I wouldn't even name it. That's well, anyone who who goes so far as to put a dragon on their body doesn't make sense. Must tons of also... people do it, maniac. <laughs> okay, you and Ben Affleck. Uh, no, that's what's a full size back one. Come on, lots of people have dragons on their arms oh my god no they don't blades. no one yeah they does. do maniac what because it skulls is, is skulls better hey, nothing's better i'm a i go for nothing but i Why? just imagine that day where joe fucking swung that door open to the place get me your best dragon artist who can draw the best dragon this <laughs> is the picture i want you to make i want that tail to whip right around my, from my back to my side and curl around my nipple. All the ladies <laughs> will love that. You see this dragon that I saw in my uh, <laughs> Dragon Lance books? Yeah. This is what I want. Okay, do it. Hmm. Wow, it's from Dragon. I thought it was the dragons from uh, Pern. For that girls, was a dragon. No, I read it. It was good. Yeah, I exactly. <laughs> I didn't read that shit. Pern. Which one was Pern? Is that, uh, the, um, is that the Deathgate Cycle books? No. I don't know why the name's escaping me right now, but they had to ride these dragons to uh, burn these threads that fell from the sky and would scorch the earth. Mm. So they yeah, became dragon riders. Sounds vaguely familiar, man. I think I may have read 
poor like a portion of the first book and then couldn't get into it yeah it was kind of hard to get into i only read one book but part of it has to do with the artwork on the cover though yeah like there was that the only one they only made one movie and i think it was a series of books i think like three definitely three minimum and it was actually written by like this young boy well when he when he started it who are you what series are you talking about <sighs> and they made a movie out of it what yeah. siri can't find it because she's useless right what are you are you talking about the pern thing no oh you're th- but you're the artwork th- on the cover was like dragons like i would draw a dragon like just like a five-year-old for how did we get talking about this other series i thought we were talking about the the dragon riders of pern well i just said but the name pern isn't very masculine or like uh you know <laughs> dan uh, mcafee was the author oh yeah, yeah i can remember that i can't remember the freaking title very good man and dragon american irish writer dragon riders of pern that was the title it looks like it was a trilogy He's got his glasses on, guys. They are down his nose right now as he's looking down. Well, Anne McCaffrey is not hot at all, dude. <laughs> hey, baby. <laughs> yeah. Show the picture of her. Come on. I read that book like a million years ago. So is that a current picture of her? Or? I think she's, no, she's dead. She died in 2011. Oh. I'm trying to remember though that that series. I never saw a movie on it. Yeah, it was pretty bad. It had a, it was one of those ones where it had like a bunch of like well-known movie actors. Jeez, uh, Eldridge, Drag Eldridge, Elden, not Eldring, Eldridge, Dragons. This is good for uh, listeners. Oh, that's what I'm just thinking. It's good for me. I'm like riveted. To Joe's Siri. I'll find it later. We don't even yeah. know what he's looking up. He's looking up some other series that popped in his head. Yeah, I was trying to I was trying to uh convey <laughs> to you that the artwork is part of the the draw to read certain books, especially fantasy books. And when the artwork on the cover is really bad, it's a ser- it's a serious turnoff. Right. If I, if I could find the artwork for this trilogy of books written by this kid. Where the first book was made into a movie, you'd, be, you'd laugh at it. It'd be like, "Well, why are we? Why are we?" I don't know. Okay. You started with but the that dragon. Has nothing talk. to do with the okay. Hey, you started with the whole dragon thing tattoo. Mm. You it's like holding on to a roller coaster. Yeah. Hold on to my joystick as you ride this roller coaster, man. All right, so it was a nice hot day. Does that mean you spent it inside? No, I am uh, right on the borderline. I'm threatening. You know, it's threatening. To have to use the air conditioner. It's not happening yet, though. That's, yeah, but that's not what I asked you. Did you spend today inside? No, I had errands to do. And like what? What do you mean? Yeah. Parental? Kind of yeah. Parental errands at Value Village? <laughs> I had to take Yes a kid or no, to... did you stop in a Value Village today? I had to take a kid to orthodontists. And, uh, yes or no. Then I got her some ice cream because I'm a good dad. While she was at the orthodontist, did you boot over to Value Village? No, I waited for her in the waiting room. Obviously. After the ice cream, did you go to Value Village? No. 
Did you go to Valley Village today at all? <laughs> Don't worry about what I do. There we go. Okay. There it is, folks. This man has an addiction. No, the orthodontist happens to be right near yeah, where the midtown one is, so here which I don't get to. This guy's often. got an addiction. So if I was he's kind not of in a thrift store three times a week. He gets <laughs> shakes. No, it's ridiculous. No, not true. That's you, not me. Why don't you use some willpower? You know how uh, good like you said, would feel if you didn't go for a couple weeks. I, yeah, it's nice when I don't. I mean, I don't go. Maybe once a week, once every couple weeks. No, something right. Like that, pop well, in, check it out. Yeah, sure. You well, the to... little... go ahead. The little kid actually found some. Uh, uh, what she says are running shoes that slay. So, what that slay? Oh, yeah, that are cool. Slay. They they kill. Yep. Mm, I don't think they say that. They slay. Uh, what else can they say? They, you know, I think slap is out. Can't say that anymore. Uh, anyways, yeah. So she, uh, there was no price inside of it. So I'm like, well, I guess we make our own price and uh, found a reasonable price in the shoes and put a nice price on it. And she cleaned them up right away when she got home. And now she's super excited to have those. So that's nice for her to have a, a win at the thrift store. Which kid was this? The young one? Yeah. What's she doing? She's at the orthodontist already. What? She's at the orthodontist already. Already. She's twelve. She said she's been. Dude, she I said... I didn't get my braces till grade eight. Wow. No, they. She's had them in for probably. She's maybe two years now. They've been working on them, and it was early, but they wanted to get things going early, spaced mm. out, and my son's all this. His teeth are fucked up. And, uh, you know, we're, we're even past, we're done paying at this point, but she still has much more, um, much more time to spend in the wire. So I had them for a year and a half. My issue was, uh, small jaw syndrome. (laughs) You know what they say? If you have a small jaw. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. So, yeah, we did that. And uh, then I, after supper, after the sun, you know, got down a little bit. So the car wasn't so hot to the touch. I got a nice uh, base coat of wax on there. Mm -hmm. I found this really, really good stuff. Um, It's a hybrid. It's from the Chemical Bros. They sell a lot of uh, all kinds of car products. And this one's called, I think, Black Magic. This car wax goes on super easy, comes off even easier, has a pleasant smell to it, and it'll give you a, just a mirror appearance. And um, and your car is already dusty. Yeah, but the dust just it does not off. just slide off. It doesn't work that way. Well, when you take the duster to it, it just is instantly comes off. <sighs> And it, of course, as wax will do, will fill in all the micro grooves that appears as swirl marks as you drive your car on the highway from uh, the particulation. No, swirl marks are from uh, being rough washing your car. No, it isn't. That is just driving. Air particulates as you're driving on the highway at 120 kilometers an hour don't make uh, circular swirl marks on your vehicle. They would make 
linear <laughs> lines. No. Well, that's where it creates micro abrasions that your vision perceive as swirl marks. Prove it to me. I did. I took you and I moved your head as you looked at Not a swirl all. mark and Poop. the swirl mark moves as you move. Pull so this you're up. seeing. No, no. Pull this up online. Prove it to me. Well, obviously, we're not going to do that now. That's, you could do it right now. No one wants to. I'm telling you, what I'm telling you makes sense. If you look at it, no, the it swirl doesn't. mark, you can't draw a circle around the swirl mark and that sw same swirl mark be there when you move your head. It moves with you as the yeah, light. Yeah, because as you're wiping off. and drying your car, you're doing the wax on, wax off thing, causing the <laughs> oh, swirl mark abrasions. No. This is so, it it's always kills me because this guy, per, 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 per pretends to love having a clean car and everything but refuses it to wax or polish his car which is mind-boggling yeah i just wash it you know how much your because joe's car has a the metallic flake in it if he would have put a, a coat of polish on there it would just pop like crazy listen and for black cars like mine it is necessary to uh to it, what your wax does it fills in those micro abrasions so it gives it a smooth surface again and gives you that mirror-like appearance and then i have this other stuff that'll go on top of this wax called um aero cosmetic it was this uh it was this formula that boeing developed for their airplanes so we'll give another hardened layer of protection over your wax and it'll just be like armor and that is anti-static and, and lasts for how long? Not well, it's, you have to keep doing it. Like exactly. Yeah. You want your car to look good and be protected? My car does look good every time I wash it. And it's white, so it stays it's dull. looking clean all the time. It's dull, and we've ran our fingers across your car. Uh, it happened rough. to yours too, and that was and... pollen. <laughs> yours had the exact same feel i hadn't waxed yet this year but it was smoother than yours because i had waxed mm -hmm. in previous seasons so now the, it's well, the wax from previous seasons does not last through the winter time this stuff does it's good stuff anybody got a bridge to sell hit up bill he will buy it off you too hey you guys can uh, support me in the comments or you know on twitter and let joe know he should actually take his car down to scratch wash it with dawn dish soap so it takes off any kind of polish or wax that the car washes might have put on there and clay bar it take it all the way down to the clear coat and then let's hit it with some nice wax and polish and protectant and get that thing shining or i could be doing yard work in the backyard <laughs> what yard it's all pool and marble it's twice as much work as just having grass. That, that I was trimming hedges today with the electric trimmer and trimming trees and cutting off dead branches and doing some topsoil in the bushes and putting down the rest of the uh, mulch bags. And then this Saturday, I got to build the gazebo. Never ends, dude. Who's got time to wax? Who's got time to monkey around waxing? You are doing overkill in the backyard. We all know this. I know. Who's we? It's, Who's we? This is no just... one. No one talks about that except for you. So there is no we. <laughs> no, 
I've conversations with people. I'm sure you hear okay. this stuff. Hey, you hear what Joe's doing now? <laughs> yeah. It's like he's got to find something to do just so he can hang out outside and not be in his house. And yeah, then he wants the whole like idea. props by it for everyone for doing it. Like when he says he goes to the gym, yeah. he's not saying I'm that. I'm not asking for props. He's asking for props. God, that Joe, he works so hard in his yard. I'm envious. Well, I am Italian. Mm. That's what we do. Mm. So, anyways, I got to put another coat of wax on there, though. I'm still seeing some swirl marks. So, caused by your previous waxing job. Anyways, that's the no, not, Everyone knows that's not true. Everyone knows I'm right. Well, that's crazy. Uh, my son threw on the Bad Batch today. You know, the hmm. Star Wars? Yeah. So we had already watched most of it, but he doesn't have uh, any sort of recollection that we did, or he completely forgot everything about it. Oh, we'll try to remember what happened in the Clone Wars series. Well, the Clone Wars was like six seasons. Yeah, was, and they did major, major things for canon. So the Bad Batch was just like, uh, hey, Siri. Oh, boy. <laughs> How many seasons was the Bad Batch? It has two seasons. What Siri went, mm hmm. Yeah, she'd never done that before. Mm hmm. Hey, Siri. Mm hmm. <laughs> Can you call me sexy? From now on, I'll call you sexy. Okay. <laughs> All right, safe. Okay, sexy it is. Oh, my God. That's Joe's fantasy right there. Uh, yeah, have you been playing around with the AI uh, chatbots? Hey, Siri. Mm -hmm. What's my name? It's Joseph. Hey, what do you call me? What's my nickname? You've asked me to call you sexy. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> Don't force me to touch you there. Right. What did mm. you say before that? The, uh, the, the new oh. AI chatbox. No, I can't. Who's got time for that, man? I look. I know well, you. What have time. you done? What what porn did you I make it you right for you? For, at first, it warned me it will not do um, sexually explicit stories. But I said, no, 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 uh, like a thrilling erotic story, and uh, it spit one out. I thought that was pretty fun. Thrilling erotic, <laughs> just a short story. Do you do anything productive? <laughs> I'm just testing how this thing I'm helping the helping the program, helping to fill it out. What? I'm giving it prompts. That's how it's learning, right? Giving uh, it all kinds of prompts to work out. Yeah. I've yeah. had it uh like uh you know, tell the AI I've got chicken breasts and ranch dressing and rice and uh, bologna in the fridge. What's a dish I can make out of that? And it'll come up with something. I've had it when I saw one of Joe's videos come out. I go, give me a jazzy title for a video about a middle-aged man showing um, DVD horror movies for YouTube. And it does spit out a really jazzy title for it. It's pretty good. Uh, give me a title about... <laughs> I don't want to be mean, so I'm going to stop. You don't need to be mean. I'm not being mean. Yeah, you are being mean to me. No, I'm not. Give me a title about a uh, middle-aged ma male 
hipster with long hair and a ponytail who <laughs> finds necessity to collect VHS tapes. You should try it. It would. It, it, I'm no, telling you, it'll give yeah, you good. Because I got better shit to do. And then so you I'm know, wasting your time. You know, I love history, right? So I was asking it. Um, mm. I was. I was asking it. Give me an estimation of what a ground war of an American invasion into Canada via the St. Lawrence River, what would the outcomes look like after six months or something? And it would not go near anything war-related. It said the best thing to do for war is to negotiate uh, peace. (laughs) It wouldn't do any kind of war simulations at all. You could look up, ask it about historical... You know, what was the uh, what was the military? um, Why was uh, Lake Simcoe important uh, uh, for a a target during the War of 1812 or something like that? Why was it a military asset like Lake Simcoe? And I'll give you a rundown of how it helped both sides during the war. But uh, you can't have it strategize anything for you. So they, they must have safeguards in there or something. I'm, I wrote to it, didn't you see war games? Can you do that? <laughs> no, sir, I cannot. God. But there are there are useful things you can use it for. Like, like I said, YouTube titles or, um, you know, you can have it just do useful stuff if you, if you think about it. Well, YouTube titles is not useful stuff. Yeah. In fact, anything YouTube related is not useful at all. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. What are you saying? You come up with, uh, you know, two videos, two, three videos a week uh, coming up with time. No, I don't. Typical, right? I just clear my mind and go, what would the other dummies out there who make videos put in a title? And then I just write what I think they would say. Yeah. Uh, that's your folly. I think you should be doing your own thing. Why? It's all a big waste of time anyway. <laughs> Uh, so what else is happening? Anything else? Uh, what's uh, is all the vacation stuff secret this year for you again? Or are you gonna leak any out to us? No, no one's business. <laughs> it's well, no I, one's. I don't tell people when I go on vacation. I know, I and it's frustrating. Why is it frustrating? It's no one's business. When you just disappear, yeah, it's a little weird. Is it? It's like, oh, I spend half my life with this guy, but he won't tell me when he takes a weekend off. It's well, that's telling one person. Okay. That's different. <laughs> I'm not saying specifics or dates. Is there uh, more? Uh, well, we know you're going to the uh, states at some point. Uh, is there anything... Off continent, you're planning? No. Off continent. No, we did that already, man. That was Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. That's it, man. Who's got money for this shit? Joe. I barely got money to do what's coming up next. What's coming up next? What do you mean? The next trip. Ah. If I, and if I didn't have to do it, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. right i'm perfectly happy at home well can i preview a trip that i'm planning all right 
and this is big for me because I never go anywhere because I'm always terrible at planning things and getting things organized. And this trip is falling into that category because I'm putting off doing stuff. But um, this is going to be a big year. And I uh, big thanks to uh, Dean Round 2 Gaming for helping me out and getting me motivated to do this. But he's always had an open invitation to uh, any of his pals to come out and visit him in Banff, Alberta, which is like Canada's, I don't know, Canada's postcard place to go, right? The mountains and lakes and glaciers. It's just the most beautiful place on earth, apparently. And that's where Dean, you know, works and lives. So um, he got me motivated to go and book a trip to do this. And I've always said I'm going to do that, but I've also always romanticized about long train trips something about the train i always love so uh, i've actually booked tickets for me and i'm taking my little kid with me we're taking the train all the way to alberta so that's over three days on the train that's cool one way one way and then we'll fly back and we're meeting the uh older kid out there uh, when we get there she's gonna fly out why is she flying out she was she's not that jazzed about the train so like it's a very very expensive thing to take the train in canada it's not like anywhere else in the world <laughs> you know like taking the train is like very very high end expensive so if she's not that jazzed about it there's no need to uh put that on her so but little kid is and i mean i'm getting a uh what do you call it like a cabin or whatever for two people are you so, saying a, a flight out there is cheaper than taking the train? Oh my god, yeah. Are you crazy? Yeah, 100 percent A flight is a tenth of the price. <laughs> but when you're on the train and you have like a cabin, uh, they're giving you three meals a day. Uh, they you know create your bed for you, they you know, make your room up for you every day. It's like luxury hotel on the rails for three days and uh it's expensive but i mean if you were to drive out there your gas alone would cost you as much as that train and you're getting three uh, world-class meals a day on that train so it all works out and uh, this way you're going to see you now the backwoods of canada through that window all day and that's his review on that I bet you hear noises like that out in the woods too. What so, uh, what train uh, company is it? Via. Oh, Via. Okay. Yeah, so they go uh, from Toronto. It goes up north, right? All the way up north, past Aurelia, hits Thunder Bay, takes a northern route all the way around. Does it do a pit stop in uh, fucking Sudbury? I think. I don't think it goes through Sudbury. Mm, okay. I don't think so. But yeah, I don't have to. That's another good thing. I don't have to go down to Toronto to catch the train because it's going to come up north to uh, just north of Aurelia and I can grab it there. So that'll be nice. Uh, the only weird thing is if you have a cabin, um, is the baggage situation like your your main bag whatever your the bags you're checking, you know, I'm going to check this bag that you don't have access to for three days. 
And then with you, you're allowed to carry on and a personal bag. So that's all you're going to have with you for three days are those two little bags. So you got to figure out, you know, what's what you're going to pack to keep with you for three days on the train. And then you got to figure out, you know, your flight back still, you know, that needs to have the same kind of baggage requirements. So you don't take too much on the train. They can't fly back with it kind of thing. So what's going on? You're taking a train down. <laughs> That's going to take three days. Yeah. That gets you to Calgary. Yeah. No, no, sorry. That gets you to Jasper. Okay. The plane goes to Calgary. So that gets you to Jasper, which is north of Banff. And then Dean has arranged like transfers to get you from Jasper. And you take this world-class like highway, like the, the sites are apparently crazy. This highway down to uh, Banff where he's got me into a hotel room for the week. And um, he's got activities planned for practically every day and uh, you don't need you don't need to rent a car like there's so many transfers and buses and all this business for the tourists that you really don't need a vehicle and uh actually the the review of that drive from jasper down to banff is you don't want to be driving because you're going to be looking at the friggin' mountains and stuff so much you could drive off the road all right sounds cool yeah, man. Looking forward to it. I've only, out, I've only been out there once, and that was when I was like 12 or something. Well, that's cool. You know, at least you remember that. Well, I just remember, the only thing I really remember is the drive from, because we flew out to, we flew out to Vancouver, rented a car, went to Victoria, and then we drove, we drove, uh, to check out the glaciers, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. We drove east to check out the glaciers through the mountains. I just remember the drive through the mountains and uh what's that famous hotel out there that's right on the edge of a lake? The big like Fairmount one? Yeah, it's not called the Fairmount though, is it? It's owned by Fairmount, it's, but uh, Fairmount something. It, lake Lake Louise. That's there. I I don't remember where, where that hotel is, but yeah, it's this giant like castle looking yeah yeah hotel. it's like on the edge of a lake surrounded by mountains it's like the hotel from the shining oh you lake louise hotel yeah that oh work. yeah hotel fairmont yeah hmm. okay it's almost like i said that chateau lake louise yeah okay yeah i don't know it's, i just remember being very scenic it's one of those things where it's like you're driving on the highway and it's like you said, you're you're literally driving on the edge of a cliff and looking down, there's a lake at the bottom surrounded by mountains and it's like crystal clear and the sky is reflected into the water. So it's like one of those picture scenarios where you don't know where like the, like it's got the sky and mountains are a clear reflection in the yeah, water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those things where, yeah, it'd be nice if you didn't have to drive and you could actually sit back and sort of enjoy all the the scenery yeah so i i can give you uh give you guys give you a little uh hack for uh booking train travel if you want to upgrade to a cabin you want a free upgrade to a cabin so when i was initially uh, figuring out how to do this there's three levels well there's probably four or five if you include the super high-end first class but you can either sit in a seat for three days there's actually economy seats you can sit in i can't imagine that 
or the next step up are these berths. So you would be sitting on a seat during the day and then that seat turns into two berths, an upper and a lower berth at night. And you can sleep in those, which I was going to do that because they're actually not bad. If you look at videos of them, they're like bunks, right? But they're roomy and they're private. There's a heavy curtain and um, I could handle doing that. But uh, I read somewhere that there's no power outlets available if you get the berth option. So uh, when I was booking the tickets, I said to them, you know, um, is there anywhere I could, could they like get me an extension cord to go somewhere for power? Because I, I sleep using a CPAP machine and, uh, you know, I'll need to plug that in somewhere. He's like, oh, hold on a second. Hold on. He puts me on hold and he comes back. Yeah, don't, don't worry about that. Uh, only the cabins have power outlets. So we're just going to give you a free upgrade into a cabin for your breathing. I'm, I was like, what? Holy, because that's you, <laughs> the amount of money to upgrade into a cabin is extraordinary. So to get that for free, just because uh, the Via cars are so old, they don't have power outlets. Uh, that was crazy. And he said they had just started offering that like a few months ago, just to because now that's a that's a thing. So many people are using CPAP machines. So, wow, there's a little hack for you. Just go get a used CPAP machine to carry with you somewhere and make a booking and you can get uh, upgraded to a cabin maybe. Um, but that was that was good. So get a cabin, private cabin, your own window, got a door, your own uh, turlet. <sighs> That'll be good. Can you imagine sitting in a in the economy seat for three days though? Yeah, but how do you sleep there? It just tilts back <laughs> like an airplane seat. It tilts back a little bit. Yeah. Now you can get up and go to the restaurant car and uh, go to the observation so car and all that. Fucking insane, dude. Yeah. yeah. Well, people do it. That trip would end up like uh, what's that movie? Strangers on I was gonna say murder on a train or something like that, but. No, I would need the birth. It's funny though. Every time you say the birth thing, I always think of like that James Bond movie. Well, he was in the train a, a few times. Yeah, but there was um, what was the famous one? Jeez, where Jaws attacks him. Yeah, but there's another one too, wasn't there? With the uh, older or James Dan Bond, because Jaws was uh, Roger Moore. But I thought either Daniel Craig or Sean Connery did a fight scene in a, a birth car. They both did. For sure. Daniel Craig fought um what's his face there? Uh you know, the wrestler. Uh Batista? Yeah. That was a crazy train fight. No, like, but that destroyed that, the whole that fight scene started off in the restaurant car. Yeah. Yeah. And then worked its way through the train. It wasn't actually in a, a sleeper berth cabin. Right. I guess it was Sean Connery then that had a fight scene. I just remember it being someone had a really good fight scene. They all did. And then there was some sexy time. Mm hmm. What's <clears throat> going on behind you there? Nothing. What bullshit what? have you done behind there to fucking be, make yourself more of a poser? I, I don't know what you're talking about. This well, let me just let me describe it. We've got a ponytail man 
with a microphone in front of him who's got a Conan the verb Conan poster behind him. Yeah. That There's a stack of fucking VHS tapes behind him. That's for the next uh, show on uh, Midnight's Flashing. Uh, go, go check out the YouTube channel. Suck my dick. No one cares. <laughs> And then there's a Bob Dylan bullshit on the stairs. Yeah, poster. That's terrible, right? Fucking, yep. And then there's some hippie uh, bandit. Uh, what was that? Blue hippie cloth on the wall. Yep. A tapestry of sorts. To cover my unfinished uh, stair walk down, down to the basement. We all can't have beautifully paneled walls. I told you what you like could do Joe easily. Does. If you would just do that instead of fucking jerking off the chat GPI. <laughs> what, what did you tell me? I don't understand. Uh, it doesn't take much. To what? To do up your little fucking corner there that you sit in. Oh, you I'm going to take your advice of what you, you said. You don't even have I'm to gonna... do the whole basement. You got a fucking six by six corner that you sit in there. Yeah, no, this is set up beautifully. I like to no. see the Conan actually frames my head when I have the... We're not broadcasting, so I didn't set things up beautifully. This is just... I just I sat know, down. Because you don't need to try and impress me. When it's framed properly, see, Conzi frames me perfectly. I would fucking... It creates a space of framage, as they say. I like to do a running dropkick through that poster. Destroy it for good. And then the stairs draws the viewers down into the frame where the presenter is. It's all, it's all. Didn't you learn that in school? Yeah, it's all, it's called trying to impress and being a poser. And the, the leftover spool of speaker wire on the stairs. That's just for people to wonder about and go, oh, what is that? I can't even make out what it is. Oh my God, it's speaker wire. It's yeah. so cool. You nerds. <laughs> but I'm going to do what you said with all with the TVs. I'm going to try that. What? I didn't so, say do anything. I said throw them out. No, you said put them in your backdrop. And I, oh, shit. He might be on to something. Christ. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. I don't know how well they stack. <laughs> Probably not Probably well. Create a death trap. I'm giving you credit for the idea. So I don't know. I must have been drunk when i said it to you or something <laughs> if you want to talk posing we just need to look at joe's frame <laughs> i don't have any other place to put that shit and it's just two bookshelves behind me oh you just put so, a specifically hand-picked record into your backdrop every video like where? no one is supposed where, to notice where is there a record oh it's not here because we're not broadcasting but if we were there would be those are records i'm listening to at the moment they'd be like oh i think Kevin, I think this record would be cool. Uh, he puts that there. Uh, what album can I put out to give Kevin a boner? Yeah, exactly. We know what's going on. <sighs> Speaking of our boy, uh, Kevin, well, I wanted to give big congratulations to what uh, his present endeavor is. I'm proud of the lad. Yeah, but you're just talking to me, and I've already talked to you about it. So <laughs> who are you giving congratulations to? Congratulations, Kevin, if you listen. You'd be like, hey, Joe, did you hear what Kevin's doing? You go, yeah, man, we talked about it. You don't have to play it like that. You can play it like we are talking about it for the first time. I'm... Well, no, because you're just supposed to be talking to me, and I'm just supposed to be talking to you, and there's not supposed to be an audience. Oh, wait, what do you mean? I'm supposed to, like, call people myself and talk to them on the phone? Hold on. My dog is, like, 
Yeah. Talk to me while I go leave the frame. Anyways, Kevin has decided to uh, further his education and uh, do something he's fantasized about for years. Driving truck, big rig. I, I'd be scared. I'd be scared. I know driving forward is fun, but uh, trying to back one of those puppies up is that's that's a huge fear for me. <laughs> I've worked loading docks, watching these guys trying to back up big rigs into a loading dock, and you know it starts with one guy standing there watching, and then he calls a buddy over, and then there's two people watching. It's, uh, it's no different than backing up a camping trailer into a park, a camping spot. You well, yeah. <laughs> all right, that's what I think about that. If you're a real man, you can do it. Kevin's wasted all those hours playing trucking simulator on the on his uh console, so he's got lots of practice. Yeah, now he's finally doing it. I'm proud of it. It's like how I taught myself to drive stick through a video game. <laughs> no one taught me to drive stick, and my first car was stick. <laughs> what super monaco gp on the sega oh, genesis and uh, the, the atari hard driving in the arcade man yeah that's the yeah. first that's how i learned how to drive stick i i didn't i didn't like that game too real yeah. <laughs> too much work and then i went out and bought my first car and i couldn't even drive it home because i was too scared to drive it <laughs> i couldn't i couldn't even test drive it how to get the owner to drive it. Oh, my God. I, how old were you? I don't remember. I was a teenager. Well, there's no way you didn't go with your father. Yeah, I didn't. Where'd you get all your money from? Saved up. Hmm. And I, you just went rogue and bought yeah, a went rogue on your own. just showed up with a car in the driveway. My parents were less than impressed. <laughs> that is impressive. Yep. How to get my friend to drive home. So you bought it off a friend? No, I bought it off some ad in, uh, what's that, the car auto trader. Who's, who told you that you could do that on your own for the first time? I don't know. Did Everybody you negotiate? No, I was too stupid to. Yeah. What was your first car? Uh, here we go. Pontiac <laughs> Firebird. <laughs> what else would an Italian drive? <laughs> like was it and a older stereotype here oh yeah it was, it was an older one it wasn't i couldn't afford a brand new one how'd you know it was like good and roadworthy and i didn't it drove <laughs> it drove i got a bunch of years out of it and then eventually ended up selling it for what i bought it for well that's a win yeah i guess i was paying the ass car though god damn it would i kill to see photos of that joe and his firebird mm, i don't think i have pictures of it I might have to go through some when I finish going through uh, decluttering of my stuff in the storage in the basement. There might be uh, some photo albums there. Maybe I'll take a look. I think I'm going to throw away all my photos of like my teenage years. Mm. <laughs> you, know, one, you know, the ones you do with like your friends, like, you know, oh, we're on a camping trip. Let's take pictures. Or why would you get rid of that? Uh, Let me take a look first. Nope. That would be an amazing live stream. You yeah. want to bump up the views on your channel? Let me be the presenter and we'll go through your pictures. Why do you insist on making fun of me is what uh, I want to know. Who's making fun? You are. You don't think people would be interested? No, I don't. 
<laughs> Give them to me. Let's try it. Well, we'll even do it on your channel. Nope. That's okay. You, I'm telling you, you would get friggin' donations coming in. People would start throwing money at you like we see on those streams. Mm. You are crazy. That uh, it that does il illustrate a lot. Our first cars, you know, Joe is all about Joe the show with the Firebird. My first car was a truck, all about utility. Oh, getting truck would have been good too, man. I just wasn't in the trucks. All about right. show. All about know. the show, right? Hey, well, when you're a fuck, when you're a teenager, what do you what do you want to have? I wanted an IROC. I couldn't afford one. Don't matter. I wanted a uh, Lamborghini. Doesn't mean I could oh, get one. I wanted one too. I'll never have one. Mm. Mm. Did it have, uh, you know, the T-bar roof? No. Is that on a Firebird? No. Or was that just Trans Am? That was Trans Am's, as far as I know. No, it was just a hatchback. Two-door hatchback one. Straight up black. Where are you looking? Is there a hockey game on or some shit? Nothing. Don't worry about it. I'm in front of you, and you keep looking to the TV. I'm processing everything you're telling me. No, you're not. That's how it works. Oh, can I show you something? Sure. I want to get your um, reaction. You want a real honest reaction to it? I want a real honest reaction to what is probably my top um, collection piece now. Goes to the top. That's saying a lot. It does, doesn't it? That either says that it's a real, hold on, don't, as you hit the microphone, great. So that either says a lot because it either means A, your collection is shit. <laughs> that, you, that this one thing you just picked up now is suddenly better than all the other garbage that you thought was awesome. Or this thing is something super <laughs> fabulous. Well, yeah, obviously it's super fabulous. I've never said my collection is, uh, you know, museum worthy, but this is a VHS. It's from the West Coast. Came in the mail not too long ago. Oh, that's the one Chris uh, Roberts sent you. Well, how do you know anything? About I that? told you, I know shit. I talk to people and <laughs> I know stuff. You don't know anything. You don't this watch my signed stuff. signature piece. You I don't know support my stuff. You am don't know I right anything. Or am I wrong? Take yeah, a look at that. I, I don't really what? care, but describe to the folks what what you're seeing here. It's a VHS with uh, got two signatures on it. Got three signatures actually, and hearts. Yeah, I don't know the names though. You don't. Yeah, you don't know. So this is a Pulp Fiction VHS tape supplied by our friend Chris Roberts, and it got. Signed by Quentin Tarantino and Roger Avery. Roger Avery helped him write it. And Roger Avery's daughter, Gala, and all three of them do the Video Archives podcast. And, you know, Chris Roberts, because he's a huge uh, influencer, got in that group and managed to get Gala to sign these tapes for one for him and one for me. He got the Tarantino cut, but I got the more rare Avery cut of pulp fiction and roger avery was born in canada so it's it's fitting that uh, where's tarantino signature it's that one right right there in the middle that squiggy squiggly line there 
Oh, the red one? Yes. Nice. Why do you use red? I I don't know. It, we were just amazed that this actually happened. Tarantino touched this. So yeah, goes that's the top top scale of the collection right here. What do you think? What do you think about it? Uh I guess, man. Does it make you happy? Then good. No, ask your um reaction to it. What feelings does it? No feelings, to be honest. But it's cool. Where are you gonna put it? Well, I would like your advice on this. How what do I do with it? Is it like do well, you let off, make, you make like a custom frame or something? With your fucking fingers that have been going through your greasy hair. Number one. <laughs> I'm not touching the signatures. Doesn't matter. Like a matted frame where the tape and the box are out, kind of, and have a photo of them together or something like that. Well, you got but the inner cassette because it's got the signature on the cassette, right? Yeah. The cassette on the tape. So that has to be displayed. Uh, like a shadow box kind of thing, you mean? Yeah. Well, where they're matted in, though, like loading there. But like I've even been hesitant. Like Chris Roberts right away put a the sleeve on top of his tape, right? But I'm like, there's a chance the ink could stick to that sleeve and come off the next time he pulls the sleeve off, right? Yeah, I'd probably leave it. Not touching anything. I'm just trying to go through my head. Like, do you need like uh, you're going to be putting it in your basement, so you probably don't need a UV protection on it. I don't know if it went in a frame. It would... But do you want it on the wall? It depends where you want to display it on the wall or on a shelf. Uh that I don't know, man. Because if it's in a frame, you're never going to touch it again. Now we said these people who put games and shit in the acrylic sealed thing. I don't like that. Well, let's be honest. It's Pulp Fiction. You can find that movie uh, by throwing a rock in any sort of direction. It's not like you can't pull out a copy to watch. There's nothing special about that copy except for the signatures. So you don't need to watch that version. Right? No. No, you're never going to watch the version. So who cares what, how you seal it up? You don't need it. You don't need to unseal it again, as long as you can see the signatures. Next, you need to decide how you're going to display it, and that's going to determine how you're going to how you're going to protect it. You get a hanging box. Get one on your shelf. I was just trying to think if there's anything else you can put in it with it, or is it just the cassettes enough? Well, you can get a photo of the three of them together doing their podcast. Yeah, but how big do you want to make it though? I don't know. Or is it better just keeping it smaller with just a uh, VHS tape and sleeve? I don't know, man. You got to figure out where you're going to put it first. That's going to determine everything else. Well, that's interesting. You say that that tape is common. That now that you say that, I can't think of the last time I actually saw that tape. What the Pulp Fiction tape? Yeah. I don't know if people are holding on to them around here or what. But I still have my Pulp Fiction laser disc sealed. Ooh. Bought that at back when I was in when I was at Centennial College in Toronto. I bought it from HMV. And yeah, I just never opened it. I just bought it because it 
you know, it's the size of a record. So it had this, has your, the nice artwork on it. And that's what I was just, I had it displayed as. Yeah. So do you want that? Um, yeah, but again, it's nothing like I'm ever going to open it or use it. Well, you could give it to me if you want. If I wanted, I could. Yeah. Well, um, oh, but where is it where you can see it right now? You can't see it right now. You can't <laughs> Thank see you. <laughs> uh, well, you can't see half of my shit right now because everything is double shelved or in rows on the floor and boxes. So I think I have it with my records though. In the uh, record cabinet down there. Well, the how often were you buying laser discs back then? I wasn't buying laser discs, just bought that one. Hmm. I liked the movie. It looked awesome on laser disc with the big picture of it. Yeah. So I thought, hey, whatever, man. You know, back when you're stupid spending money on dumb shit that you don't need. Oh, it would have been expensive then too. No, I don't think it was crazy expensive. Wouldn't been like I don't know, 49 bucks, 50 bucks. Probably around the 40 mark. Maybe mm-hmm. like 39. I don't think I would have bought it if it was too crazy expensive. I got to find it. What is that big box behind you on the floor? Looks like a poster or something. What, this thing? Yeah, what's that? It's my Lamborghini poster. Oh, it's on the floor. Well, I couldn't see the car. That one's, uh, it's the glass glass framed one but it's so heavy i'm afraid to hang it on the wall <laughs> so right now it's blocking three rows of records that are behind it on stacked on the floor <laughs> yeah you know exactly what it was meant to do <laughs> you can hang it on the wall they make there's really good drywall hangers now that Dude, hold this like is, 60 pounds this is seriously heavy man like that's yeah. solid that's that's glass on the front it's not plastic yeah it's fine i've seen that picture it's it's a good one that needs to be up somewhere ideally i wouldn't mind getting it up because i could and get another shelf for the records and get those off the floor yeah i'm almost done going through my uh, my wrestling tapes digitizing them i can throw that box out after rip some space uh Sold the console today. Sold the OG Xbox. And six games for 150. Ooh. Some white trash chick. <laughs> well, speaking of that, we do have the Beard Gaming Exchange coming up extremely soon. Yes, like two I, weeks. I don't know if Joel will get this up in time. Yes. That's where I- <laughs> And it's in two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Uh, wait, what day is today? Is today Monday? Joe wants me to make hard choices about stuff yes. in my collection. That's what sell. we should be talking about. But I don't get it because, like, why, why am well, I not allowed to have a collection? We're talking because you don't even play your games, dude. No, I don't have surplus like you. Like you said, no, double no, no, rows. No, no. no. <laughs> But that's not what we're talking about. I do play my games. Oh, I'm always, I'm always constantly having a game on the go. 
Yeah, so do I. More, no, no, more so than you. <laughs> okay. What are you, what are you playing right now? I have GTA Five. Are you? Yeah. Yeah, I got back into it. What was the, and when was the last day that you played it? Well, I haven't had time in uh, a little while. What? <laughs> <laughs> I love the show that this guy puts on for people, and then I get right to the truth because I know. Uh, well, yeah, okay, sorry, I, I can't play it every day like anyway, you. The hard, the hard, the hard truth that we were trying to figure out was if I said you should sell off your N64 collection because it's a shit system. And, and I said, well, you'll I, never, you'll never play the games, but I already have just a tiny, like curated collection of, you know, less than 20 games. So that's why, a lot of games. Can I keep that? I think I have with like 20 and 64 games. That's what I, I like. Little collections of each system. Why, why can't I have that? I was, well, trim it down, trim it down to 10. <laughs> Because you were you were complaining to me about not having stuff to sell. Yeah, this and this. Uh, you can go through your stuff and start really nitpicking and deciding whether you really need this or not. And I said, "Well, we are collectors, aren't we? Why can't we have a, a little collection to ourselves?" So yeah, I'm afraid I, I'm not gonna. This is not so going to be a big, you, big earner in this st- show. How do you not have stuff that you've been picking up? What do you mean? There's been no yard sales. It's been winter. There's and, been three weeks of yard sales so far. Yeah, and there's at been least zero games. Zero. You come across more games than I do. Well, okay. You got more than less than zero? No. We got to check Joe's videos to find out what he got. But he's got stuff. No, but I'm saying yard sale wise, you always seem to find more good saleable items than I would find. No, nothing. <laughs> it's nothing. And we worked the last yard sale weekend. All right. So you can go out this weekend. Hmm. It's been hot and sunny all week. Well, it's the uh, automotive flea market this weekend too. I think. I think that's this weekend. I'm hoping. Okay. So uh, I'll miss the Thursday day, but I'll be going Friday, and then it should be a huge yard sale weekend again. Although it is supposed to thunderstorm, I thought was happening. No, I'm calling for that Saturday. Um, somewhere later in the week. I know it's too early to predict, but I saw that was in the future. No, I think it's supposed to be. But it's like I have up here a PS2 console complete in box, the silver edition with silver controller, silver console in the box. Yeah. But why can't I keep that? I didn't say you couldn't keep that. That's a special item. Okay. That I, didn't say, I, I didn't say anything about that. I said your N64 games, it's really not a good system. Yeah. Well, why are they more desirable then? It's 
Yeah. Well, right now, I think GameCube's more desirable than N64. People, it's all part of the cyclical cycle. Uh, cycle where maybe is it the N64 time right now? I thought it was more GameCube right now. I don't know, but I I just have these little curated collections that yeah I don't uh, well that's not true the PS2 collection. I could get rid of a lot there, but it's not desirable. I'll be hauling it out there for no reason. Yeah, but if it's, you know, not filler titles that you have that you could possibly get rid of. Yeah, so you're saying go through and you're saying pick out the good titles to sell. And it's like, what is that? Not all of them. Then I keep the filler? Why do I want filler? No, first off, get rid of your filler. (laughs) No one's going to take it. They will. You price it right. I told you, put me in charge of pricing. Mm. Anyways, you're going to conquer all of our tables with your stuff anyways. Everything must go. Anyways, come look for us at the Bear Game Exchange uh, June uh, June 11th. No. (laughs) Is it the 11th? Uh, Oh. Is it a Sunday? Yeah, I think you're right. We had to take a lot of days off work to do this because we're on overnight. So we had to take two days off to accommodate the Bear Game Exchange. All for the love of Haji. Yep. Better get some some reach around, Haji. (laughs) It's always a good time. And uh, people love coming out and meeting Joe in real life and shaking shaking his hand. He really exists. Yeah. They try to get him to say stuff, and yeah, but he's a he's a big pussy cat in real life. So, you know, it's a good chance for people to get there. So do that. Can you take Come a picture with my kid? Sure. Yeah. Five dollars. Joe's gonna sell some more of my TVs, I think. Well, if you bring them. Well, that's right. I might just use them as scenery now. I don't know. Uh, I would sell them. At some point, it's going to become a hoarder lifestyle. You know how cool it is when you set up like a whole wall of CRT screens? Like, that looks cool. Right? That, we're getting not, the realm of that possibility. Gonna, you're you're not going to be doing that. I, I did think under my projector screen, have a low, like, bench, like seven foot long bench, and have all CRTs all across it. And then like a row of VHS underneath in the bench storage. And that you don't think that'll look cool? Are they gonna be plugged in or just sitting there? Yeah, you could. You could plug them in. Listen, this has all been a trick to get an intervention intervention uh organized on your behalf. Mm. I think my plan's working. First, we're gonna come take care of you. And then Cynthia has asked that I come and take care of Derek. <laughs> uh, well, you need an army. Take care of that guy. First, I'm gonna first. I'm gonna walk up to Derek, boot to the belly, stone cold stunner. And then while <laughs> he's knocked out on the ground, I'm taking all his VHS tapes and running out the door with them. Put them all in a pile. Bunch of lighter fluid. Light them on mm-hmm. fire. No, it's his hardware. He's got all these TVs and VCRs. Yeah, and... we'll see that VHS. Sp- smoke fire all the way to I don't know, where else man 
you'll probably have like 10 3D printers buying it by then. Oh yeah, there we go. Take all those, all the VR systems. It's a slippery slope, man. Josh is doing it right. You get rid of all the shit. Well, yeah, but he also took in a truckload. Oh no, sorry, Derek did it right. That's what I meant to say. By yeah. By getting rid of his games. And then By he replaced the games with <laughs> other yeah. other items. Yeah. So uh yeah, he, he took advantage of poor Josh, made him buy all of his stuff. Yeah, he's got inventory now, man. Maybe Josh is gonna open up his own game store. Yeah. Well, uh, I think an entire row at the Berry Game Exchange is Josh. Hmm. So he's uh he's kingpin now. He's gonna be <laughs> he's gonna be standing there with the wads of cash like your other buddy. Lay, lay all the cash out on his glass cases. Oh yeah. <laughs> Buying your games. I just had this bottled water thing. It it literally tasted like bottled water. Like plastic. I got my water out of the tap. Well, I didn't want to leave the conversation because I'm a professional, if nothing else. <laughs> oh, that was a. Uh... What are you watching, dude? Well, Dallas has got a win tonight in hockey here. Really? And uh, this is what he does. The Golden Knights are up five to nothing now. Let's so. record, but I'm going to. That'd be like me watching tv i'm not that invested i just like to know what's going on that's all and we're wrapping up so that's why i'm telling you but i guess there's a big basketball game tonight right i can't i don't know how to put that on i don't know who covers it there was celtics game did you hear about that did i hear about it no yeah they could be the first team in basketball history to come back from being down three to nothing that that could happen tonight. Well, no one's ever done that in basketball. We've done that in hockey. What's the call? NBA. In fact, the Montreal Canadiens have done that, of course. Listen, don't brag about stuff like that because the Heat Celtics is in the third quarter, and it's seventy-one sixty-two for the Heat. Well, I, I hate watching basketball. But I might actually flip to that somehow, call it up somehow. Well, that's the thing. You just got to tune in the last five minutes and you're golden, right? Well, yeah, but last that's what the last five minutes take three hours. That's why I hate it. I remember having to do that as a in broadcasting, and it was well, you better than watching the first uh, how long is a quarter? 20 minutes, 15. You think it'd be over like there's eight seconds left, and you go, Okay, guys, we're ready, just get ready to go now. And then it'd be 45 so minutes. What's later. this? The final game, yeah, conference yeah. final, all conference final. Okay, so the winner of this goes what into the finals, yeah, I guess so. But the fact is, they fought back and being down no games. That's the big story. Well, they won game Celtics won game six by one point, yeah. And they oh, won it crazy. in the they won it in the last microsecond too. The ball was up in the air and it got tipped in in the final microsecond. Hmm. So it went from losing to winning in a microsecond. All right, I'll admit that wasn't good to see. 
I don't know how you missed that highlight, quite honestly. Like, it was all over the news for the entire day we were at work. I'm in my own world, dude. <laughs> Come visit. It's a fantastic place. Yeah. Yeah. I'm too, listen, I'm too busy. Yeah, you got your head down. Too Working boring. hard. I got, I got too many videos to make. I got too many games to play. Holy crap. Well, the whole episode, we didn't talk about any movies we watched. And I have, of course, had some dingers I could tell you about. No. Because until boring. Nope. I got some things that would enlighten you. That would raise your spirits and make you a better human by watching them. But we'll have to wait until next time. Would it make my penis hard? Or or flaccid? (laughs) Would these movies dry out a female's vagina? And make it as dry as a desert or as wet as the ocean. It would make their hearts swell. It would dry out their cooch. No, it would open their bosom to love. Well, I'm a romantic and I love uh, romantic movies. Good. Good. As always, I've I've, uh, finally got back on the horse with the old uh, letterboxed on the, the online where you can keep logging your movies. So I was watching so many movies, I come, I'd forget by the week what movie I watched. So it's just a good way to log it. But you can go on there and see what I've been watching if you look up STC no, Pod on Letterboxd. You can totally do that, Joe. <laughs> no interest, dude. And you know I got no interest, so I don't know why you brought it up. Well, because you could also effect. do that and just remember no, what movies you watched. I remember what I watched. <laughs> No, you don't. You know why? Because you would. I, I got a brain. Uh, all you say is, "I saw it in the theater." You have yeah. no idea anything more about the movie. So you just. Log I remember the movie, I watched it. Quick sentence: What you thought of it at the time, and then if it comes around again later, you can go. Did I see that movie? And what did I think about it? Oh, that's what I thought about. It. Oh my god, you fucking losers! <laughs> yeah, no, because that doesn't make sense to do. It doesn't that. make sense, dude. I don't need to go. Did I like that movie or not? Let me go back to my. <laughs> my uh my database and find out if uh, what were my thoughts on that movie uh 15 years ago oh wait i'm a completely different person now so my thoughts back then were irrelevant it's true things things do change yeah so in that case you might as well rewatch the movie anyway stc bond letterbox joe wins all right are you good Are you good? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks, Joe. Got me all riled up. I got fun talking to you as usual. I'm gonna sleep uh, now. Tune into next week's episode. Find out where Joe's going on vacation. We'll uh, crack that nut. We're gonna get Bill to finally pull out some items to sell. Act like a man. Look for Joe on Twitter. Uh, AC Decepticon still. Yes, yeah, still. Okay. Uh, there's been name changes. So I don't know if you actually changed the mm-hmm. the deal on Twitter. There have been like name changes. Kevin does. Oh, maybe there has been. <laughs> yeah. And he's go look him up on Instagram too, folks. He's over there. He's that's been, a that's lot of good games and collectibles. A lot of good time on his what? YouTube channel. Oh, sorry. I don't know how to work Twitter. If it's your at is is that your official Twitter name? But then yeah, there's a name you could put with it that's completely different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So but you can change you that now, too. Oh. 
I think. Like that Kevin did. Yeah, that no one knows who you are. And everybody thought Kevin died and big hassle. Yeah, that is a hassle. And for a year you gotta say, Hey, it's me, aka. <laughs> okay. Are you good? That's I'm, so... I'm good. I will see you in uh one and a half days at work. All right. Take it easy, man. I'll see you next time. You so close and post it.